welcome to sunny West London. Great, great day. And it is the 1st of July. So we have been through nearly 65 of these of these programs. 65 in a row, actually, this is 63. And um, wonderful, wonderful to spend all this time with you during lockdown. So we are looking forward to a great day today. And some prayer requests are coming in and a few things to share. So how are you? Yes. Um, good morning, everyone. Nice to have to join with you today. Um, I want to start by giving a praise request from Marion, who's been ill for quite a prolonged period of time. About three months she's been ill. And she's rejoicing with the Lord through Psalm 40, verse 3. And it says, He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. And down in verse 9 and 10, I have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. Behold, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O Lord. I have not hidden your deliverance within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness faithfulness from the great congregation. So yes, Lord, we give you thanks. We give you praise for Marion's recovery. And thank you for that, Marion. Okay, so we're going to come on to some of those other prayer requests in a moment. Uh, let me um, read for you what the uh, passages of today are. And they're available online if you go to the Revival Times. Even June Revival Times has June and July there. So from the 1st of July, you can do uh, have a look at that as well. So it's 1 Kings 10, Ezekiel 40, Psalm 91, and Philippians chapter 1. 1 Kings 10. Ezekiel 40, Psalm 91, and Philippians 10. Now, you know, over throughout this time of lockdown, there have been some very special scriptures that have kept us encouraged. And uh, this one, Psalm 91, has been absolutely classic. As we have gone through this experience together, we are thanking God for the easing up of lockdown and uh, we're going back to <clears throat> normal, as they say, or the new normal. And we'll share a little bit about that today because it's not going to be quite normal um, uh, for, for a little while. But um, if you remember in the very early days, um, three or four months ago, and I think this is now week 14 or 15, week 14 of, the, of our lockdown, and... Um, so in Psalm 91, it says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge, my fortress, my God, in whom I will trust. And so you took that promise of God to your heart and you shut yourself in. In, uh, you know, in accordance with the government's regulations on, on lockdown and social distancing. And we've trusted God for his protection and for his deliverance. And God is faithful. And so really this morning, it's very much on my heart to be grateful to God and to Amen. say, to give God praise as these early morning sessions coming to a close as we move out of uh, lockdown back into regular life and more and more people are going back into work 
um, and uh, our staff are moving into holiday season as well and um, we're also preparing for other projects and things that we're going to do over the summer. We look back over these last three months and three or four months so um, you know it was 14 weeks is that correct? It was the 23rd of March. Yeah so 14 weeks is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. This is the fourteenth week. I think it is the fourteenth week. It I've is the fourteenth. Yeah. Yeah. But the, that's the thing: it's, is it has. It, it seems, seems to have gone. Anymore. Seems to have gone so quickly. Yes. But on the other hand, it hasn't. It's been. <clears throat> it's been difficult as as we've taken day by day steps. And and Amanda and I have been here every morning for you. This is now. Um, I think it's sixty sixty three uh, days uh, in, in succession. Um, uh, and we are now. Um, bringing these uh, mornings to a close by, by the end of the week in its current form. We'll be talking a little bit more about what we're going to do. Um, and I do feel quite um, joyful and I feel a sense of divine accomplishment that we have accomplished something. And um, when, when, the, when the lockdown started, I knew straight away that got these cameras in and we could do some live streaming from here and to focus every morning, the whole of our network every day, just to focus on God, what he has to say to us, and also to pray for prayer requests. And just in case you are new, that we do have a, a mobile phone that's taking text and WhatsApp messages, 07570, 07570 And so uh, over, over these weeks, we felt the presence of God every, every day. God has given us a rhema word, a very special word for the day. And uh, we've shared prayer requests. We've seen tremendous answers to prayer. And we, we give God all the glory. And not only have people <clears throat> watched it live, but uh, as more and more people go back to work, some have picked it up later on in the day in the catch-up. So we, we, we thank God for you. We're going to continue uh, right until Friday. Mm -hmm. And Friday will be our last morning together in this way, but uh, in this shape. And we're going to talk about what, how, how we're going to uh, continue to receive your prayer requests and minister uh, on a daily basis to you. But we'll come back to that a we little later on. We'll be here Sunday afternoon. Yes. Yes, we're here Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Okay, would um, you like to share some prayer requests? Yes. Now? We've got some prayer requests this morning. Uh, we've had a prayer request from Lester, and we all know that Lester's gone into lockdown again. And this is a prayer request, no name, but it's from Lester. And the requester is asking us to specifically pray for Lester East. Apparently, that's where this individual's church is, and it's a very, very high Muslim population. But they said that during the lockdown, they've had great opportunities to share the gospel with their Muslim friends, and they're connected with all the various churches in that area. Mm. But they're specifically asking, mm. asking for prayer for mm. salvations in that area. Yeah. And also, of course, they're in lockdown, so for the COVID-19 to not really uh, cause total devastation as yeah. they go into lockdown. So that's one. And then Miriam is asking us to pray. She's had a fever for some days and she's got irritation in her throat. Fever went, came back. So it sounds, I don't know, it sounds it could be the early signs or mild signs of COVID-19, but I, I really don't know. 
<clears throat> Angela, who's a faithful member of Kensington Temple, and she's from Chile, and she asked us, her father and two members of the family have suffered quite badly with COVID-19. Her father has underlying medical causes, mm -hmm. so she would like us to pray for him and for the two other family members. Mm -hmm. And the gentleman with the lump in his neck, I believe it's a benign lump. I believe it's a lymph or some lymph node or something like that, as he explains. But he, it's getting bigger, so he asks us to continue to pray for that. Right. <clears throat> Would you like to do Leicester? I should, there's an old Muslim community there. So I'm going to pray for Miriam and for Angela's family and for the gentleman with the lump in his neck. So, Father, we just want to bring these requests before you. Pray for Miriam, who's got some symptoms of, well, who's unwell, actually, with fever yeah. and irritation in her throat. So, Father, we just want to pray for her. And we want to ask, Father God, that you would just stretch forth your hand and touch her. And likewise for this gentleman with a lump in his neck, Lord, we thank you that, it's not, that it is benign. But, Father, we pray that it would not develop into anything serious and that it would reduce in its own time as the GP keeps an eye on him. Father, we just pray for strength for him, for encouragement for him at this time and for healing. Mm. And then, Father, we want to lift to you Angela's family in Chile. Lord, the devastation is to be so far away from the family when there's when members of the family, especially her father, is so unwell. So, Father, we just we know distance is no problem to you. You are in Chile as well as in London. So, Father, we just want to pray today. We want to join with Miriam today. Mm. Angela, I beg your pardon. We want to join with Angela today as we lift up to, to you, Father. We lift her father up to you, Lord, and we ask for a special touch from you. Father, we pray that the underlying symptoms will not cause the COVID-19 to develop into something far beyond what otherwise might be. Father, we just pray for healing for him and for the two members of the family. Lord, we, your hand is not short. Father God, you can, you, your hand is not short to stretch, to save, to heal, and to deliver. And hmm. Father, we pray that you would do that today for this family. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And Father, lift up to you the city of Leicester that is having to go into a separate kind of lockdown uh, because of some increased incidence of coronavirus. And we ask, Father, for the citizens of that city that they might be comforted and, and uh, protected during this uh, two-week period. And we, Father, lift up to you the prayer request that has come in from East Leicester, uh, where there is a church involved uh, and the opportunity to witness to people during lockdown, and particularly those who are of a Muslim background. And we thank you, Father, for these opportunities. And we pray that during this lockdown there would, there would come a tremendous outpouring of your Holy Spirit, that men and women will see their need of Christ and turn in their hearts to accept him as Lord and Saviour. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, we, we are able to start to go back to the building, to live stream from the building. We can't yet open our building's doors to to the general congregation, 
but in the easing up of the lockdown, we are now able to go back um, and to broadcast live stream from the building um, um, starting Sunday the 12th, uh, Sunday the 12th of July. And, um, you know, in a sense, we could have been um, uh, broadcasting or live streaming from the building throughout the whole way through if we were prepared just to have <clears throat> two people in the building. And, um, and uh, but during that time, I felt it was important to protect our staff and to protect our volunteers from having to travel on public transport and <clears throat> to uh, go out of their homes, as the government was saying, stayed home uh, unless it's absolutely necessary. <coughs> so what we did was we brought the little broadcasting facility here into, into this house and people are linked up. Now it takes seven people every morning to bring this to you, seven people. And uh, the staff are moving now into the summer period, we've got July and August, and we are letting the staff go off on holiday bit by bit so that they can all get a break. And so to sustain these regular mornings is not going to be uh, uh, possible over, the, over the, the months of July and August. But what we are looking forward to is, is starting soon back in the building and being able to broadcast from there. And then bit by bit, as the restrictions allow us, we are, might be able to invite some people for very small congregations. Uh, at the moment, they'd have to be fully masked, not allowed to sing, uh, not allowed to, well, not allowed to do very much, really. Silent. Yeah, Silent but, 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 but at least that would be the beginnings of going back. Now, um, we, we kind of felt in the beginning that there would be, you know, a kind of three-month period um, uh, of the sort of lockdown we've had, then maybe another three-month period following that where it would ease up. Uh, we don't know. That was just intuitive, I guess. I'm not saying the Holy Spirit showed me that, but just kind of yeah, that thought came to my mind. And now as we are moving into this second period of easing up, we have slightly different disciplines to think about um, and the same amount of... Um, of patience to to persist and to persevere and so we are we are praying for wisdom for all God's people and for the churches as as bit by bit one by one they start to open up little by little so uh, we're into uh, a new phase and uh, looking back on where we have been it's been a, a wonderful time to be shut in together with the Lord um, but now as we move forward I believe we have to become more evangelistic than ever. And now, um, I, ha I became senior minister in 1991, so that's um, coming up to, to 29 years. Uh, next year will be 30 years. But before that, um, I was associate minister from 1985. So this recent ministry, uh, stint of ministry, some... 30 or more years. Uh, I've been looking back on some of those things. I'm not over yet. It's not finished yet by any stretch of imagination. However, what, I, what I am, I'm seeing is a consistency. Uh, just um, yesterday, after the uh, live stream, I uh, uh, turned on to KDTV, and there was I um, to, in the year 2000, 20 or more years younger, 
and um, teaching on the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, it could be word for word a sermon I delivered last Sunday. In fact, last Sunday I was speaking on the kingdom. And so there's been a, there's been a consistent message. Now, 20 years ago, there are many things that I saw things slightly differently and my, my growth in understanding spiritually and biblically and in so many subjects has grown and developed and, and become enriched and even more m mature. However, throughout the years, there's been this consistent thrust, this consistent message, and it's on my heart today. And there's an urgency in my spirit because I kind of sense, <coughs> and I've been praying, interceding from quite early this morning, I, I, I kind of sense that there is still a wall that we have to overcome. Some wall has to come down. And it, it's to do with evangelism, friends. It's to do with evangelism. Uh, it's to do with the fact that we are called to be witnesses for Jesus. It, it's, it's due to the, it's the fact that as a cell leader and people leading and ministering in cells, the cells should be 50% evangelistic and 50% taking care. Yeah, pastoral. Um, and... You know, I, I know that certain people are gifted in evangelism, but we're all called to witness for Jesus. And this is not happening. It's not happening in the way it should happen. And uh, we are uh, currently training. Um, well, my, by mind you, I'm not saying it's not happening at all. It is happening. It is happening. But I just sense in my spirit that we need to step it up. Now, uh, we have uh, a Raising Leaders program at the moment. Uh, I record the... Uh, podcasts here. Yesterday I recorded week eight. Week seven is available now online and there are four more podcasts to come. And um, this is about raising leaders. Listen, we can't let lockdown, especially the first three months have been and gone. Now there's another three months or so coming and we can't let lockdown stop us from being the body of Christ. We can't, this can't stop us witnessing and evangelizing. It can't stop us praying and growing. It can't stop us. This, is, this should, not, should not be a confinement upon us. And what, one of the things we're doing is, is launching um, uh, an Alpha program online. Many of you will know Alpha from HTB. It is a, an evangelistic program which is being used greatly during lockdown. There's an online version. We want you to be involved in that. It's not just for Christians sitting and listening. It's for the, your prayer of three, the people that you've been reaching out to and praying for during lockdown to invite them. And you never get a better opportunity because they don't have to leave their own home. Uh, they can just come in on a Zoom room and there they can find uh, you and find the uh, evangelistic teaching coming out of Alpha. And there are many other ways in which we can do evangelistic events. And I'm, uh, through sharing your faith with your friends, you could do your own Zoom room, you can do your own testimony night, and you can call people together and say, tonight is testimony night, and, um, or tonight's prayer night. Some of the people in the cells I'm looking after, uh, they're doing this, that they're going online. Uh, and, uh, and praying and sending uh, um, little videos of prayers for, for their non-Christian friends. And some of them are joining them online, not necessarily lots of them together, but praying for people, 
prayer was one of the most searched words on Google, apparently, yes. a little while ago. And I also heard that, uh, I don't know how they worked it out, but there's been a 59% increase in, in interest in the gospel and in the things of Christ. I don't know how they measured that, but, but that's, that's what I was told. And I can believe it. And so I want us to pray that the hearts of God's people will be stirred up. And for once, for once, we will enter this summer uh, uh, in July and August uh, as months uh, of head full on evangelism. And as these cell leaders are training, they will also be evangelizing so that we can grow the church under lockdown. And we have had so many tests and challenges uh, in this area. But I am sure that God wants us to be fruitful. I mean, if, if um, Isaac sowed in a time of famine and reaped a hundredfold, we can sow the seed of God's word in people's hearts. And I, I'm going to pray that God will stir us up today in what it means to really walk with Jesus and to work with Jesus. Now, let me just say this. Still, I don't feel I've just haven't just discharged my spirit yet. You know, there is, there is a selfishness, an inward-lookingness that comes upon the people of God. I, I see it. I don't like it. I fight it myself. And this is what we must resist because it sounds very good that we turn in, that we become introspective, that we look after each other. All these things are very important, certainly looking after each other. And that we, we say, okay, well, we're not going to take any big steps forward. We're just going to conserve. We're just going to be passive for a bit. We're just going to lie in wait. And, and, and every time we say that, more and more souls are slipping into hell. Uh, and, and we have to have a conscience for the call of God upon us, which is to preach the gospel, to share the gospel. And I, I want you to stir up your heart and we need to look outwards, not just inwards. Thank God for the in, inreach of people to one another. And we've excelled in that. You've excelled in that over these last 14 weeks. Yes, you have. And there's been food distribution. There's been visitation. There's been prayer and encouragement for believer to believer. And this is wonderful. And the church has been taking care of itself. And that's so important. We need pastoral care. But what is the real burden of the Spirit upon us for these next two to three months is we must reach out to the lost. There are people who you will reach with the gospel if you just take that step, if you take that step of faith. And even during lockdown, now you can meet with people a little bit and increasingly you will be able to do that as, as cafes and things open. But the point is, is that you need to receive this evangelistic call of God upon your spirit and to stir this up. And some of you are going to be surprised you thought, well, I'm shy. I can never talk about Jesus. I'm, I'm not that kind of person. But you will suddenly find the Spirit of God come upon you and you will be a new person. You'll be a person that is actually fulfilling your call to be a fruitful Christian, to speak the word, to share your testimony, to be a witness to Jesus. And some of you will be surprised at how God will use your speech. Um, it will be almost like prophetic speech. It will be almost like saying things that you didn't plan to say and speaking words that seem to carry with it a supernatural knowledge. And they will say, how did you know that? 
those words spoke exactly to me because God's spirit is coming upon you in a new way because this is a new Pentecost. This is a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit and this is that your mouth will be open because when the spirit comes, the mouth speaks. When we are full of the spirit, the mouth speaks. The overflow of a spirit-filled heart is a mouth that speaks spiritual words given, uh, spiritual truths expressed through the mind of Christ, expressed through the supernatural anointing of the Holy Spirit in which all the human barriers fall down and you'll have courage to say things you wouldn't have dreamt of ever saying or wouldn't even know how you said, how you could say them, how you could put it into words. Words will come and they will flow through your heart and flow through through your mouth and you will find yourself weeping for the lost. You will find yourself taken up in the spiritual realm where you will feel the very burden of Jesus for the lost, the travail of his soul, and there will be intercession upon you and you'll start to intercede for the lost far more than you've ever interceded for the lost. And I believe the Holy Spirit is saying, yes, I've given you an intercessory burden for your lives and for those around you and and you have honoured God and you've honoured me by the way that you've prayed for one another, but I am giving you a new spirit and a new anointing, a fresh anointing, a different anointing. And now you're going to weep for the lost, for those you've never met. And you will begin to see how the church has neglected the harvest fields of the day. And you will weep for the lost and you will cry out to God. And God will use your intercession to open doors so that the gospel can be preached and entrance of the gospel into homes, household salvations. And God will equip you with fresh eyes to see the hurts and the hearts of those who seem to be hostile, who seem to be against uh, the Holy Spirit, who seem to be against Christ. And you will see through their facade to see the deep hunger and pain and need that is on the inside as they are crying out to the living God with words they don't understand and with a concept of God they don't quite get. But God will use you as you pray and as you reach out. God will use you and he will speak through you and he will communicate his power. You will know things that you wouldn't ordinarily know. You will say things that you wouldn't ordinarily say. You'll go places that you wouldn't ordinarily go to. And you will do things which are supernatural. And, and, and you won't understand it. Even at the time, it will seem so natural. But there will come a healing flow from your lips and from your mouth and even your very touch and even your, your, your very presence. And, and as, as people gather, even in, uh, um, in virtual reality, gather in Zoom rooms, there'll be a communication of power yes. which will totally transcend every, every physical barrier. And all the physical limitations that we have of not even being able to be together, God will have take no account of these things at all. And where you are, there his presence will be. And when you invite people, they will come. And when you speak, they will hear. And when you pray, God will answer. So therefore, God is stirring up the hearts of his people yes. for a new and a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit, a manifestation of evangelism. And he's pushing back the, the, the walls of lethargy. He's pushing back the walls of fear and division for the enemy has tried to divide so that we are fighting fires and seeing what we can do to keep our own house in order. And yet outside, outside our house, just up the road, up the street, in our community, people are dying without Christ. 
and the Holy Spirit is pouring out a revival spirit upon us that we might reach out to the lost, a new and fresh evangelistic anointing. And so, Father, we ask you in Jesus' name that this, if this is your word to us, then you will pour out your spirit in a new way and in a fresh way. And there will be an anointing to reach the lost. And Father, I pray in Jesus' name for many, many souls to be saved, for a harvest to come in, for a harvest to come in. I dare to pray for a harvest of souls that are quite unlike we've ever seen before. So Father, break down the lethargy, take away the bondages and barriers and self-centeredness that so often exists in the houses of God. And in, and, and, and in place of that, Father, let there be a heart of compassion, the same spirit that took Jesus to the cross to be the saviour of the world, the same spirit that drove Jesus forth into the multitudes and, and is the same spirit who will drive us forth and who will anoint us in these days to fulfil the vision of God and the mandate of the Holy Spirit. Let many souls be saved, we pray. Let our friends be saved, we pray. Let our relatives be saved, we pray. Father, a supernatural anointing of salvation. Father, we will call our walls salvation and we will call our gates praise. In Jesus' name, we build up the walls of salvation. We build up the walls of salvation. We build up the walls of salvation and we enter through them in the, through the gates of praise. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. and amen. amen and amen. amen. I just want to give a very special, uh, uh, well, not very special. It is special. We've been praying over the weeks for someone called Normalita ah, yes. with mental health issues. And her sister sends in a message today saying, thank you, KT. My sister is free. Um, wow from whatever mental situation, mental law, whatever she says, mental law, I'm not sure what exactly, but it sounded quite serious in an earlier description. But she's been set free. God has answered prayer. So we give God praise for that. And I just want to read something. Are we out of time? We are, but we can go on I just want to read something. This was sent in from um, someone called Brian and his wife. Brian, I don't know if he and his wife, but Brian is certainly an ex-KT person way back from the YPF days, anyone who remembers those days. I don't know where Brian lives now and I don't know what his ministry is, but he frequently communicates with us. And uh, thank you for this, Brian. He writes this morning, my wife and I were having our prayer time together this morning, during which the atmosphere suddenly changed and the Holy Spirit took us into a much deeper level in our praying including our prayers for you both. I had such a powerful sense that the Lord is saying to you, uh, he is making his ministry through you more abundant than you could possibly have ever asked or imagined. Your later years will be even more abundantly fruitful than ever before. Thank you for that, Brian. Uh, wow. Praise God. Praise That's God. That's wonderful. Yeah. Is, is, that, is that all? And uh, there's a couple more prayer requests. Rebecca, who's pregnant, going to see her doctor. Someone's asking for prayer for her. So we pray for everything to be well, that the baby's healthy, mother's healthy, and that everything's progressing well. And also, I think it's Joe asks for prayer for 
opportunity in her job and yeah. pay rise. So, Father, we just bring that before you. And divine and promotion. Divine promotion. Yes, amen. And divine promotion. Lord, let your favor rest upon Job. Amen and amen. And there's a few others coming in and some people responding to, the, to that prophetic word. They felt there was a witness to it. Um, and let everything be judged and everything be done decent and in order so that when, when we say God speaks, we can be really sure that God is in it.